Welcome to the Countries for Kids podcast from Case of Adventure. I'm Karen and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Trail of the Orchid in Singapore. Day two, exploring a new city. It was hot and muggy. Jake and I were wearing shorts and thin t-shirts, but we still felt too hot and wet from the humidity. I'm carrying a towel to wipe the sweat off my face, Jake told me, but it gets wet with sweat again soon after I wipe it. Ew, I pushed him away. We're so close to the equator here, I guess that's why it's hot all the time. I do wish it weren't quite so muggy. There were lots of people of all colours, cultures and dress going about their days on the busy city streets. We looked around at the many food stalls with Chinese, Indian and Malaysian street food arranged on platters or on sticks. Most food markets and smaller shops only accepted cash, not credit cards, so you needed to be sure to carry some cash. Let's sit down and have breakfast, I suggested. When we had found a clean bench and table, I got out my wallet and checked my Singapore dollars. Good, I still had the $50 Dad had given us for our day out. We perused the menu. Noodles, stir-fried or with broth, rice porridge, and chui kwe, steamed rice cakes topped with radish. I turned up my nose at that. We chose the national dish of pandan-scented kaya toast with runny-yoked eggs. Kaya is a custard jam made from egg, coconut, and a herb called pandan, which is similar to vanilla, except it's green. You get lime green breads, rolls, and cakes, which are flavored with pandan. Strange yet delicious, Jake decided on his first bite. I finished up every last bite of my yummy breakfast and licked my lips. I could eat that for breakfast every day, I told Jake. Let's go catch the bus, shall we? Jake responded, all ready to go. We had on hats, sunglasses and sunscreen and chose a seat on the top deck of the bus. When the sun gets too hot later, we can head down below where it's air-conditioned. I smiled at the thought. As well as get shelter from any tropical rainstorms, Jake grinned. The drive around the city gave us a good view of the different neighborhoods. We disembarked in the middle of some grey skyscrapers at the spectacular Gardens by the Bay. The flower dome towered overhead and was exciting to behold. A sign read, These two massive greenhouses have no interior columns or supports, making the shallow slope of the flower dome the largest unsupported glass roof in the world. We went inside the flower dome and then to the next massive greenhouse called the Cloud Forest. Inside the cloud forest, there were many different levels. Jake led the way to an elevator, which took us up to the top level. We began the walk down along walkways, which snaked through the glass dome over the treetops. I skipped along until I felt a little dizzy with the high altitude. It feels like we're suspended mid-air, said Jake. I laughed. Yes, it's so nice and cool compared to the outside. I feel like I'm visiting Jurassic Park. It's so much like a jungle, Jake commented. But there are skyscrapers and hotels outside, I replied. It was amazing. The big dome featured a 35-meter-tall mountain complete with waterfall. Apparently, it's the world's tallest indoor waterfall. A waterfall on a mountain inside a jungle in a glass dome in the middle of the city. Jake looked up at the thundering falls. Whatever next? 
We left the domes and walked to Super Tree Grove. The super trees looked like giant futuristic trees, but were actually vertical gardens. The tallest one measured up to 16 stories in height. Jake and I traveled up to the top of a super tree. We were awed by the view of the gardens and the surrounding bay. It says they light up at night for a light show, I pointed out. We took a walk along the OCBC Skyway, which was between two super trees, 22 meters up in the air. I held tightly to Jake's jacket the whole way. It was kind of scary being so high up, but so exciting that we decided to do it all over again in the other direction. All of a sudden, big warm drops of rain started pelting us. The rain didn't seem to cool us down at all. It's so strange to feel warm drops of rain instead of cold, Jake exclaimed. I nodded, holding my hoodie over my head and pointed to a nearby indoor cafe with a cake stand. We quickly took shelter and tried some orange-coloured cake, which the waiter told us was made from banana paste. It tasted very good, a bit like banana bread. Next, we visited the National Museum of Singapore. Once inside, we watched a movie clip with some Singapore history. In the 2nd century AD, the first settlement was established by the Sumatran Srivijaya Empire. Around the 14th century, Singapore was a Malay trading port called Temasek, which later became known as Singapura. Later, between the 16th and the 19th centuries, the area was controlled by the Sultanate of Johor. In 1819, it was established as a British trading colony. The story goes that in 1819, Sir Thomas Stamford Raffles, a British statesman and agent of the British East India Company, arrived in Singapore. He saw the small fishing village, but recognized its potential as a port. So he, representing Great Britain, purchased the land from the Sultan of Johor. He signed a treaty with the then ruling Sultan Hussein Shah to govern the island. He turned it into a major port for trading in Southeast Asia. He invited Chinese and Indian immigrants to move there. While under British rule, Singapore had a free trade policy that attracted Chinese workers and traders from China and Malaysia. Chinese grew to be the largest part of the population. Singapore was under British rule at the same time as India. Many people migrated from India to Singapore. To this day, there are large Chinese, Malay and Indian communities in Singapore. During World War II, Singapore was invaded and occupied by the Japanese for almost three years and was renamed to Sayanonto, which meant Light of the South. When the Japanese were defeated, Singapore became a British crown colony. Singapore finally separated from Great Britain in 1963. From 1963 to 1965, for just two years, Singapore was part of the new independent Federation of Malaysia, formed from former British colonies. This did not work and in 1965 it became an independent country. We enjoyed looking at the displays, then went to the museum shop. The crimson sunbird has been declared the national bird of Singapore, I read on a sign. I love sunbirds. I bought a lovely carved and painted wooden sunbird at the museum shop. Time to ride the Singapore flyer, Jake announced. We ambled down the road towards the giant Ferris wheel. Wow, it's huge. 
we learned that it's the second highest in the world, as tall as 30 giraffes. My tummy went down to my feet as we rose up quickly off the ground in the flyer pod. We had amazing views of the city. We could see from the top that Singapore was not just a single island, but a collection of hilly islands with lots of greenery and old neighborhoods. The ride was awesome. Later, back at the hotel, we discussed the Orchid Trail mystery. Can Jake and I go to Merlion at noon tomorrow? I asked Dad. If the rest of us are nearby, I guess it won't hurt to see who turns up, Dad replied. But you must stay together and be on the alert. We'll be nearby if you need us. We'll have to try the password on any suspicious-looking people, Jake said in anticipation. Maybe you should hold my Merlion souvenir when you're standing at the statue, Ren had a brainwave. It could help identify you to the contact, seeing as the paper had a lion head picture on it. Great idea, I agreed. I was to wear my orchid necklace and blue cap as well, same as last time. We used Mac delivery that evening. It was very convenient that McDonald's could be delivered to the door. We had Big Macs all round and then fell contentedly into bed. I had strange, confused dreams filled with swimming lions and fish leaping out of the water holding orchids in their mouths. See you all tomorrow. International Discovery Agents, this is your mission. Learn about a few different types of sunbirds. Pick your favorite and draw it. Ask your mom and dad if you can try some of your country's street food. That's all for now. See you next time.